Best Western made booking our family beach vacation a breeze, and it felt a little like... <laughs> Time to go. Okay, kids, back in the room. Good night. Life's a trip. Make the most of it at Best Western. Hey, math fans, Jason Marshall, Math Dude here with your weekly dose of quick and dirty tips to make math easier. What do fireworks and thunderstorms have in common? Actually, a lot of things. First of all, with the 4th of July holiday just around the corner and the summer thunderstorm season in full swing, they're both things that a lot of us here in the United States can expect to see in the next week. But most importantly for us today, they're also both things that make noise. A lot of it. While loud noises are usually just annoying, in the case of fireworks and thunderstorms, they're actually useful. How? You can use them to figure out the distance to those spectacular fireworks explosions and lightning strikes. In the case of lightning, that's not just useful, it could actually save your life. Which is exactly what we're going to talk about today. Before we start calculating distances to fireworks and thunderstorms, let's talk about a few fun numerical facts about these two visual and audible wonders. Given that 4th of July celebrations are coming up in the U.S., let's start with fireworks. Perhaps the most amazing fact about fireworks is that although they seem high-tech, they're really quite ancient. Well, at least the idea behind them is ancient. In truth, modern fireworks use lots of sophisticated technology in their construction. But at their heart is a design that was developed over 1,000 years ago in China. The fireworks used for big modern displays are shot out of launch tubes. Think of little cannons pointed up at almost 200 miles per hour to a height of nearly 1,000 feet. The clever folks who build these fireworks use lots of precise math and physics to make sure the timing works out perfectly so that each firework reaches its peak just as it bursts into a spectacular display of brilliant light and thunderous sound. And speaking of thunder, have you ever wondered where thunder comes from? No, I don't just mean knowing that it comes from thunderstorms. I mean actually knowing why thunderstorms produce thunder in the first place. I'll leave it to everyday Einstein to explain all the detailed science. But the basic idea behind the origin of thunder is pretty simple. In a nutshell, thunder comes from 100 million volt bolts of lightning. That's huge, by the way. Your household electrical system runs at a measly 120 volts. These lightning bolts quickly heat the air surrounding them up to tens of thousands of degrees Fahrenheit, which is many times hotter than the surface of the sun, causing the air to expand. And the subsequent cooling of the air causes it to contract and results in the production of sound waves, also known as thunder. Best Western made booking our family beach vacation a breeze, and it felt a little like... <laughs> Time to go. Oh. Okay, kids, back in the room. You gotta come on. <laughs> this has to be like Good night. Life's a trip. Make the most of it at Best Western.
Now that we understand a bit about why fireworks and thunderstorms produce their spectacular sights and sounds, let's see what we can do with this knowledge. The first thing we need to understand is how light and sound travel through air. In particular, the fact that light and sound travel at very, very different speeds. More precisely, a sound wave, which is just air molecules progressively bumping into each other on their way to bumping into your eardrum, travels through air at about 770 miles per hour, although the precise value depends a bit on things like humidity, altitude, and temperature. While that's definitely faster than your car or even a passenger jet, it's tortoise slow compared to light waves that travel about 670 million miles per hour. Just to make this remarkable difference clear, light travels about 870,000 times faster than sound, which means that in the time it takes light to travel from Los Angeles to New York, a sound wave will travel only about 15 feet. Okay, we're now going to use this difference between the speeds of light and sound to our advantage. In particular, we're going to use the fact that we see fireworks and lightning before we hear them to estimate the distance to the fireworks show or thunderstorm. As we've talked about, light travels really fast. So fast, in fact, that we can assume that we see fireworks and lightning as soon as they happen. And while that's not precisely true, it is a really good approximation. With this assumption, all we have to do to estimate the distance to fireworks and thunderstorms is time the number of seconds between the flash and the bang. You can use a stopwatch if you'd like, but counting 1001, 1002, 1003, and so on should be accurate enough to get a decent estimate. Since we know that sound travels about 770 miles per hour, we also know that it travels about 770 divided by 60, or 12.8 miles per minute, and thus about 12.8 divided by 60, or 0.2 miles per second which means that for every five-second delay between the flash and the bang, the distance to the fireworks or thunderstorm must be about 5 times 0.2, or 1 mile. So if you count five seconds, the distance must be about 1 mile. If the delay is 10 seconds, the distance must be about 10 times 0.2, or 2 miles. And if there's a 15-second delay, you know the distance must be about 15 times 0.2, or 3 miles. Just remember that you can multiply the number of seconds delay by 0.2 to get the distance in miles. If you live in a city where there are lots of big fireworks displays, you can use this technique to figure out the distance to each of them, assuming you can see and hear them all. More importantly, if you live somewhere with lots of thunderstorms, you can use this technique to keep safe. The rule of thumb is that you should immediately seek shelter whenever a thunderstorm is within 3 miles of you. Using our distance estimating technique, this means that you should seek shelter whenever you hear a thunderclap within 3 times 5 or 15 seconds of seeing a lightning bolt flash. Just remember that thunderstorms move fast and can be unpredictable, so this technique won't always be perfectly accurate, but it should at least give you fair warning. So this 4th of July and summer thunderstorm season, remember to use math to keep safe. If you've enjoyed this episode, I'd greatly appreciate your ratings and reviews on the iTunes Podcast Store. It takes just a minute of your time, and it will really help to support the show. So whether you're a brand new or long-time listener, if you haven't yet rated or reviewed the podcast on iTunes, please consider doing so now. Many thanks for your support. And while you're there, please remember to subscribe to the podcast to ensure you'll never miss a new Math Dude episode.
If you're looking for more math fun, please become a fan of the Math Dude on Facebook, where you'll find lots of great stuff, including the ever popular math puzzles posted throughout the week. That's at facebook.com/slash/the-math-dude. If you're on Twitter, please follow me there too at twitter.com/slash/jasonmarshall. And while you're out and about on the internet, don't forget to pick up a copy of my book, The Math Dude's Quick and Dirty Guide to Algebra. Until next time, this is Jason Marshall with the Math Dude's Quick and Dirty Tips to Make Math Easier. Thanks for listening, math fans. Best Western made booking our family beach vacation a breeze, and it felt a little like... (laughs) Time to go. Okay, kids, back in the room. (laughs) Good night. Life's a trip. Make the most of it at Best Western.